What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Horror Academy podcast. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about Scream Queens. And if you think that we're talking about the FX show, just You're sadly mistaken yeah. and get get out. guys this is your co-host adrian and this is your co-host chris and we are the horror academy podcast <laughs> the horror academy podcast <laughs> if you guys haven't realized it yet that's adrian's voice in the intro as well so i mean it's it's definitely obvious i think but yeah. in case you guys didn't know that you can, you can tell <laughs> yeah I, right i dabble in the arts of uh voiceover and whatnot and whatnot <laughs> if you will <laughs> so scream queens yes we're talking about this is the term this is not the show this right. is the, the term in which we describe the females in horror that occur or, or that appear in different multiple horror films right we're talking about horror royalty here exactly and uh I wouldn't, there's no, not really any, like, this This isn't a thing for male actors in mm -hmm. horror. Right. This is strictly for the uh, women that we all have come to know and love through exactly. the art of horror films and who are just badasses all around. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, I'm going to clear my throat. <clears throat> I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that women, you know, particularly in horror, have been like the damsels in distress. Right. And so to see them being this badass heroine, heroine figure, there is a name that comes about, and that is Scream Queens. So now it's something that we appreciate, I guess. Absolutely. Because, I mean, we and can't really say, like, oh, yeah, this the, the Scream Kings. Like, um, nah, no. Nah, that doesn't, doesn't hit the bell. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really... That doesn't sound cool at no, all, No, not actually. at all. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, for the most part, um, in the horror world... The heroes usually end up being the woman. That's uh, true. And, and it's awesome. It's the only genre that really focuses on really strong female characters. Yeah. And that's going back to the 70s and 80s. Yeah, exactly. Like, to present day. It's just, it's pretty awesome. And uh, uh, it it takes them from being like, like you said, damsels in distress to towards the end of the movie, they just kind of... They're this, this just force <laughs> to be reckoned with yeah I, I love it <laughs> yeah like if you watch movies where it's a female that's that is like the, the last woman standing they they aren't like the weak type of heroes yeah. they aren't the the dumb ones and and if there is a movie like that it's shitty writing i can tell you that right. so today we're gonna be looking at um actually four four actresses in horror that have been um, that have accrued the name Scream Queens. Absolutely. And today's first pick is Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> In the first movie we're going to talk about is Scooby-Doo. No, just kidding. And the second is Scooby-Doo 2, yeah. Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, 
uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. I'm just gonna call her Sarah. That's a yeah, mouthful. Just Sarah. <laughs> so she began. She began acting at the age of four, and at this like direct to like just like a movie for TV type film called An Invasion of Privacy. That was back in 1983, and then she starred in the cult classic in the widely known phenomenon of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, created which, by Joss Whedon, which is in fact part of the horror world exactly exactly it deals with vampires as the name literally suggests quite literally (laughs) so i actually took a look at the first episode and dude like this this show started back in 1997 and right off the bat like it has some fuck it has outdated type writing that works back in the day right back in the day like the first episode you know after the first scene the opening scene it starts off with her waking up and then her mom saying buffy yeah mom you don't want to be late you're right i don't want to be late for high school her first day at a new high school like how (laughs) much much more cliche could that get dude sarah honey (laughs) I made you breakfast. And then she's one, one bite. bite. Got a dash, ma'am. I got a dash, mom. Oh, man. Damn. Or it's like, uh, we already. I think we already went through that whole like in, in, <laughs> intro scene from horror movies, dude. Yeah, like the, the dad. The dad can't find his keys. And then like, like he's, uh, he's like trying to... Um, juggle his briefcase with his blazer in his one hand, right, trying to find his hand. <laughs> like his his son in like the uh, soccer shirt, like runs almost bumping into him. And he's like, "Oop!" And then he's like, "Sorry, Dad!" Like oh, that that little sport. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. Oh gosh, dude, I hate that kind of writing. But it it solidifies something either way. Yeah, it still represents how a family, like how how they're a family. But it's it's done in such a cringy way. I know, dude. It's hilarious, dude. So, just to kind of reinforce how old this is and how old we are, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, when, when it aired, it was on the network WB, and I know what that is. So, there's going to be kids out there who are like, what's WB? And I'm like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, it started in WB from like 1997 to 2003. And so as she she's been in like a few horror movies like yes. not like she's she, uh, she's know. been in two huge <laughs> widely popular horror films which why she's why we've given her, or the public has given her the title of a, a screen queen yeah and uh, both of those films being I know what you did last summer right one and two and the Grudge dude, dude. the Grudge was nuts man. <laughs> Still to this day, there's some people out there that just refuse to watch it because it scared them so much. Actually, one of our friends on Instagram, uh, Horrorhead, uh, Mm -hmm. Allison, she posted one of those, you know those question things that they're doing on Instagram? I think it was her. Someone asked her, like, what what movie scares scares you the most or whatever. Scares the bejesus out of you. (laughs) And uh, she answered The Grudge and how she can't really watch it Mm -hmm. anymore. Uh, Damn. Because of how much it scared her. You're right. And that's the kind of uh, 
magnitude that The Grudge had yeah. when it came out. And I remember just on the trailer being horrified. Dude, yeah. It's, it's super... Oh, yeah. yeah like, Japanese-style horror is just... Crazy. Yeah, I don't... I, I feel like... I, honestly, I feel like Japan is more advanced than us and stuff. And then it's you watch their horror movies and it's like, well, there you go. There's concrete proof of that. Right. Like, they have it's, some crazy things in their movies. Like, the horror movies, anyway. Like, sometimes I just wish... Uh, um, American directors and Japanese directors kind of collaborated more. Yeah, that'd be cool. If we had like American storytelling with with Japanese, oh, shit. with Japanese folklore or Japanese uh, creatures, creatures or ghosts and stuff like that, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, we would get more smash hits like yeah. the Grudge and the Ring and stuff like that. More classics and stuff like that. Yeah. And and luckily we had Sarah Michelle Geller. On the front of this project. Yeah, dude. I think she delivered... Powerhouse. Yeah, I, I love her, her acting style. I think she delivered it, you know, specifically with The Grudge. It being that terrifying, I think she did a, a really good job, like, portraying yeah, her character. Absolutely. And, like, because it was... Like her, she portrayed it like like how you would in in normal life. Right. Like you're how seeing you this, would be about, like how you would actually react in, to these in that situation. Right. And it's like um, <laughs> but <laughs> right. but of course a lot more heroic because she's got to push the story forward. But um, yeah, I mean she's super attractive, beautiful woman, and married Very to Freddie Prince. Freddie Jr. Prince Junior. Yeah. Who also, by the way, started in I Know What You Did Last yeah, Summer. Yeah, I guess that's where they met and stuff. Yeah, and then they did the Scooby-Doo's together. Yeah. And then, I'm just going to mention this because it's on my mind, but Freddie Prince Jr. was a writer for WWE in the Attitude Era. He's back. He's writing he's for back, WWE He's back, dude, yeah. That's so weird, dude. Like, he, like he's a writer. Just, yeah. Um, I'll just dabble in acting and do a horror right. film. Why not? Uh, and then ends up meeting his wife. I'm assuming that's how they met. <laughs> right. That, that, it's a romantic story that everyone. Yeah. Can let's let's with. just let's just say that that's how it happened. That's, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, Sarah, she kicked ass in both of these movies, and she also had one of the most famous death scenes in Scream Two. I think. Mm -hmm. um, she was in it briefly, but it was kind of like awesome having her on there because everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. I know what she did last summer. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire. Said, oh uh, my gosh! And then she suffers an ill fate. The hands of Ghostface, but she she was, actually she actually agreed to star in that movie without ever reading the script. Oh wow! Yeah, like she I guess she read it afterwards, but she didn't read the script beforehand. She's like, "Hey, you want to be?" Or they're like, "Hey, you want to be in Scream 2? And she's like, "Yeah, for sure, let's do it." Without because she she heard about the first one being a success, and after that, I guess her mentality was like, "You know what? Then the second one's gonna be good." So she did it, and it's kind of how she she went to do that. <laughs> so. I'm going to do something here. Yeah. That's never been done in the Horror Academy podcast ever. And I feel, now that we've talked about Scream, there's going to be a random Royal Rumble countdown to Nev Campbell, dude. Nev Campbell's a Scream queen, and we missed it. How did we allow ourselves to do this? We are going to talk about her this episode as well. 
We'll be right back after these short announcements. <laughs> <laughs> yes, holy shit, dude, dude! I can't believe we just we just tried to like come up with. Uh, we, we were just, I, I mean, we were busy, and yeah. then we're like, dude, we, um, what are we gonna talk about for this episode? And we just kind of blah 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 blah, and then we're like, okay, sweet, let's do it. And then we like how completely we, forgot. How, like, <laughs> I can't believe. So, not taking any light away from uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, uh, but. I mean, she's. Those are really the only two big horror movies she's been in, and they're favorites of ours. And The Grudge, by the way, is one of my all-time favorite movies. I see it right now in my stack of collections. Oh, right here. Oh, that's, oh. The, that's the ring. Where is it? I lied. I don't see it, but it's in my stack somewhere. It's not on this one. No, but it's not. I, I've actually. You know what I've thought. What if there was a horror movie made, like now, that had multiple screen queens in it? Ooh, okay, that's not the show, of course. But damn, that's right. dope. <laughs> yeah, not the show. If we had Sarah Michelle Gellar, Nev Campbell, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, all of them. Yeah. Dude, all of them. Right. In one movie would be absolutely fantastic. Dude, that'd but, be great. Like, kind of like an Expendables? <laughs> yeah, but like, hold on. Actually, never mind. The killer would was, was send zero, zero chance. chance. <laughs> Uh, unless you unless, like combine all the character, all the villains. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Holy shit, dude! But uh, yeah, so now we're going to talk about Nev Campbell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought it was Neve. You would think so, right? I thought it was Neve. I thought so too. It's I'm like, Nev. I'm Neve. Oh, Nev. How are you, Nev? Who, by the way, she's in uh, Skyscraper with the Rock that Sky- just as, came out as Dwayne's. Wife, right, in the film, which is uh, pretty cool because I was yeah. like, What is she doing? Like, <laughs> like yeah. for a while, I was, like, I was thinking, like, I, I recently watched all the Scream movies, and I was like, What is Nev Campbell doing? What are you doing? You doing? <laughs> She's so beautiful, yeah, and her acting is superb <laughs> and uh, stupendous. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, what is she doing with her career? Like, I, I want to see her in, in more things. And then The Rock comes out with Skyscraper, and then she plays the wife that he, yeah. he has to save. She's, she probably, because it seems like after the fourth Scream, not much has been coming in. Like, like we haven't seen her in the spotlight after that. So maybe she was doing life stuff or maybe right. some smaller projects or whatever the case. Because I know that... You know, some people do that when they get older and shit. Right. So probably, but it is nice to see her back yeah. in film. When I saw her in the uh, the trailer for Skyscraper, I was like, wait a second, that's... Yeah. Oh shit, that's totally her. And so I'm, I'm pretty stoked. But yeah, man, let, let's talk about what a fucking survivor Yo! she is, dude. <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah. How she... I, feel, dude, I almost feel like she's probably more likely to survive a horror <laughs> event than like any, a royal rumble than any other of the scream queens yeah i'm not saying that she's the most powerful or the most dominant i'm just saying her ability to survive these situations goes far beyond what most right of these characters have been able to survive bar none bar none four films each of them having two killers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Psychotic dude. killers, dude. And she's managed to always get the upper hand and even kill them. Yeah, dude. She's kind of like Christopher Nolan's Batman. 
because yeah. Batman had like two different villains right. in each film. <laughs> Got his ass kicked the whole time and ends up winning anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I can't believe we missed it. I'm glad we're talking about Nev Campbell now yes. because the Scream uh, franchise is very near and dear to my heart. And uh, I, I really, really want to do an episode on the Scream movies and go Alone, full, yeah. full in depth into those films. And, yeah. and we'll get that to you guys at some point, uh, probably this year. Um, if our other plans don't get in the way, you know, because we're so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're so busy with our schedule. Yeah, man, but <laughs> Nev Campbell, dude, she she's a, she's a rock star, dude. Like, mm-hmm. she, she's literally horror royalty. Yeah. And, uh. This could have been in our horror horror news section, but I'm just gonna say it now because we're talking about her. Yeah, she's recently stated in an interview that she's open to Scream Five. Dope. Now we did get the TV show, which, by the way, <clears throat> a lot of people hated. I really enjoyed the Scream TV series. Two and, seasons, and you and you like that was a surprise to you, right? You I thought you were gonna. Hate I it. stayed away from it for a yeah. while. There was two seasons, and they're still up on Netflix now. But I stayed away from it because they changed the mask and the cast looked kind of weak. Yeah. And I was like, how can they do this after Wes Craven passes away? They're going to just do this shit now? Mm-hmm. Like, But I ended up checking it out and I was hooked. And it's very cheesy but very, very slasher film-ish <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. It's very like early 2000s feel to it. Oh, okay. And that's what hooked me. And they're actually doing a season three with an all-new cast, all-new story. Oh, shit. But I'm also... So I was stoked at that, but now I'm even more stoked that she's... That Nev Campbell's willing to do another Scream movie. Uh, she said it would be difficult, though, without without Wes Craven. Right. She said he was the heart and soul of it. And obviously, you can tell with those movies. Yeah. Love him, hate him. It's, it's Wes Craven, and he had such a passion for it. Yeah. But the fact that she's open for it, man, I... That's, that's really good. Um, I, I do have the... The script for it, like the the plot idea for it, right. which would be in the second film, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character dies, but turns out she's actually alive, and then she listens to this episode and is like, "Wow, Nev Campbell outshined me. I gotta go kill her." <laughs> <laughs> they talk about that, like like the the, the ending spiel of the of the villain is like, "Yeah, I listened to the horror counting podcast, and guess what they said." <laughs> they were talking about me, but then it was all about you. <laughs> all about you, Sydney. <laughs> Sydney this and Sydney that. <laughs> Bro, like if you watch those, like it's uh, it's funny because like they hate her and for shit she didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you for being famous. On the, in the fourth one, her cousin. It was her cousin. Oh, was cousin, yeah. Because she was famous. For almost getting murdered <laughs> three times, dude. No one wants that. I'm like, bro. I don't. I don't want to be famous for this. You take it. <laughs> but yeah, man. And yeah. I, I do like her uh, Campbell's acting in the films because there's a lot of those moments where she finds out who the killer is, and she's got to like, she's got. You know, she, when she yeah. finds out who it is, there's this uh, gleam in her eyes. And there's a shock to her that she she pulls off really well, yeah. where you're like, oh fuck, I feel for you, girl. Yeah, and I, I love it because she she shows a wide range of emotions. Yeah, she, she's she's very uh, she keeps to herself a lot. She's kind of an introvert, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like if you really pay attention to her, her character, um, but throughout most of the films, uh, each all four of them, she's kind of 
like the damsel in distress. She's very terrified. She she's crying and she's always like shaking and shook. And <laughs> and, and, and always at the end of the movie, her whole uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mentality, um, her uh, physique, her no. presence, existence, her demeanor, demeanor. There we go. Her demeanor close. just shifts. It just does this like shift, and she becomes this badass. This that... isn't even my full form. <laughs> <laughs> and and she stops caring who the killer is. Yeah, uh, she stops caring that he's trying to kill her, and, and her goal is to end it. Mm-hmm. And I love that, and that's like yeah, that's dude. why you're a scream queen and you're Nick a survivor. Campbell. You're a survivor. That's so dope. Uh, we'll be talking more in detail, as Adrian mentioned, in our scream episode. Yes. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was thinking, but yeah, we'll 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 have that out sometime before the year ends because we want to do that. Uh, but yeah, we'll go into more detail with that. Did you want to do uh, horns? Yeah, let's do what's going on in horror. <laughs> <laughs> the SpongeBob sound. <laughs> the lame, the lame, yeah, yeah. the SpongeBob sound that indicated that something was really lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I just like made Dude, some I, sound I, and then I that. I kind of want to edit that sound every time we do horror news. <laughs> Now it's time for horror news. <laughs> oh man, that'd be perfect, dude. So everyone, it's time for what's going on in horror. Okay, I just talked about that. So first bit of news is we've got the Predator. Now they actually just had to reshoot the entire third act. Apparently. Due to uh, test audiences, they were really unpleased with how it was because, guess, get, get this, it was filmed during the daytime. Oh, so most of it was day? <laughs> uh, the third act was. Okay. And they're like, ah, you know what? No, this doesn't work for me. But I mean, the f- original Predator was literally all day. All day yeah, but like hold on scene. a second. Exactly, that's, that's the point. Okay. Is the third act was all nighttime, so it's kind of like the crescendo of it all. Come on, kill me! I'm right here! <laughs> kill me now! Do it! Come on! <laughs> Arnold! Where are you in this Predator movie, man? I know. You You survived the first film. Like You're not really going to come back what to help us? Ugly <laughs> so they're currently reshooting that so that it's in the date or nighttime. Um, I did hear it's more kills and less predators. Ooh, so ooh, yeah. I'm excited about the more kills, but also not too stoked on less predators unless they're playing it as like they're these predators that yeah. just are kind of hunting these. Well, it's always been like the only. Predator film that had multiple was the one with Adrian Brody Predators, in it. Predators. Yeah. yeah. And Which, so, by the way, why does everyone hate that movie? It wasn't bad, dude. I, I actually, actually liked I it. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It was really interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. It had a new take. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think it was that bad at all. But, um, yeah, this uh, the Predator is... Even with... So, this is, my, this is my issue with reshoots. So close to the date of... Mm-hmm. Release. The, of release. Um, we've seen the catastrophic damage that it, it, it does in Justice League and Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
we know the kind of damage that reshoots can do. And if they're rushing this, trying to get this done, trying to make it a better film in a month and a half time, right? I just hope they can pull it off, man, because just don't be Suicide Squad. Yeah, don't. Dude, real quick. Dude, Suicide Squad, if you pay attention, has no first act at all. No first act. It has two and three and no first act. Like, bro, <laughs> anyone who knows this is that first acts are supposed to establish the world in which we live in the film and the characters. And these motherfuckers are like, you know what? Uh, everyone knows these characters. They just expected us to believe that world already. <laughs> yeah. I know we know who these characters are, but you also you also have to place us in that world. Exactly. You have to take us there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, guys, like, what the fuck? But, Don't get me. I love the characters, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, come on. Just... So... The Predator, don't mess this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't do it. Now, we did go ahead and post a picture, a post anyway, on our Instagram in regards to Happy Death Day 2. So it looks like Christopher Landon is coming back to write and direct the sequel with the main actress, which I love. Dude, dude. As much as I love her, I can't believe I don't know her name right now. But, dude, I absolutely loved her in that film. She has an awesome face. She does. I, she has a very pleasant face that gives you the good feels. Yes, that too. But I, I also do enjoy... I, I enjoyed her acting in that Dude, because... Dude, she was so good. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like she made the movie what it was because no one expected this movie to be as good as, as good. it was. I thought it was going to be I, bad, dude, Trust dude. me, I thought it was one of those... You know, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Those PG-13 horror movies that come out every year just for a cash grab. Yeah. Just a quick little popcorn flick for the high school kids to enjoy. And it's absolute shit. But this one surprised me. And it made a lot... What was the turnaround at the box office? It made a lot dude, of I'm money. Not, yeah, it made, it made a... I remember. It, it was surprising, It yeah. was the number one movie in America. <laughs> dude, I was surprised. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go watch it. See what the hype's about. Yeah. And Wow. I yeah, it was it, it took me away. I'm like, whoa, this is actually it's good. Solid, solid and, slasher. And, and I do wanna like kind of praise her acting because the story actually did a good job with taking the character herself on a like an emotional and mental journey. Right. And she played that. Like while she's going through these nights of her getting killed and learning about herself, learning how right. to fight, she played that well, dude. And she became more confident and more yeah. daring and just a badass throughout. Exactly. Be in more horror movies so you can be a scream queen. Yeah, we can talk about it in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so having her in it really made it like what it was, like you said. And so I'm really glad that she's in the sequel. And apparently the sequel is actually going to talk about how that loop that she was in, right. how that or what caused that. So I'm really interested in that take what you're going to do. And, and who the killer is going to be. Yeah, if, if it'll even have a killer. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know if it's going to have the same theme. Um, it has to, just because it's in the same world. Right. You know what be I mean? Be horror. Be horror, exactly. Don't don't just Not suddenly horror. Be... Horror. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the uh, downsides of the community. But... <laughs> You can't just be like a slasher and then next up, next uh, film is like a drama. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like a regular right. type of shit. So there's that. And lastly here, we actually did a job of uh, writing down 
<laughs> these news points. Yes. So we're getting a little professional, guys. So Zombieland 2 has been confirmed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Woody Harrelson is back. Jesse Tyler Eisenberg. Hossie. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, who else is in it? Emma Stone. Emma Stone for Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, and Abigail Breslin. Who, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Abigail, <laughs> good for you. But anyway, original cast, <laughs> uh, original writers and director, they are all back. We're having a sequel, guys. So stoked. It's, 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 like, it would have been great just to have the cast, but we're having, like, the writers, everyone who was who put a hand in it is back, dude. Another rated R gore yeah. fest. Just <laughs> gore fest. Dude, the first one was outrageously gory. Yeah. And also, why didn't we talk about it in the horror comedy episode? Because we talked about it in the zombie episode. Oh. Yeah. You're right, you're right. <laughs> if, if you guys want to listen to us talk about Zombieland again, and we'll come up with some different points for that film, definitely let us know. We'd love to... To hear yeah. about it. And we hey, love to talk about that. Film. You know, we tell you guys to comment, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> how about? Oh, oh, oh! How about you comment? Let us know what you want. Cause guess what? You still listen to us, <laughs> and I know there's stuff you want to hear. So let us know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, we're having Zombieland. Apparently, it's coming coming out next year. Dude, I'm stoked I, I for believe. that, dude. Yeah. I, I watched Zombieland, I think, three times in the theater. It was such a refreshing take on a zombie film. And it was... I know it was had a lot, a lot of comedy, but it was, to the bone, a solid zombie flick. It was. It was yeah. so good. Because they played it with the the humor, but they also had enough of the gore yeah. and the, the fear and into that. There was actually a lot of, like pretty scary part yeah i'm not gonna lie it's, it's pretty good man and, and the makeup was really amazing oh dude incredible who, i wonder who they used yeah. for makeup dude because it was incredible dude like the gore was wild it's yeah like from the opening scene <laughs> yeah um but yeah man i'm pretty they'll have the name of the the makeup artist and all that in the opening credits the part where you don't pay attention to right yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one pays attention i to usually that. like to pay attention to that yeah me and... too uh, but i like with I, what's going on in the background, I can't really just pay attention too much. Be hopefully it's uh, is it Craig or Greg Nicotero? Greg, Greg Nicotero. Is he? That'd be cool. Yeah. He, was he in the first one? I don't think so. I don't think because so, it's yeah. different in The Walking Dead. Yeah, it is very. But different. he did do Blade, which was pretty awesome. Gore. Oh shit! That's right. Fuck. So that's why we had Norman Reedus. Probably because he was in Blade. Probably. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man. Um, what did, did that? Is that does that do it for? I think so. I think, news? I think that's gonna do it for. What's going on in horror? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, who's our next scream queen, Chris? So this time we've got Danielle Harris. Everyone's seeming. I think it's usually everyone's favorite horror queen yeah. or scream uh, scream queen. I'm sorry. Yeah, she is. Literally, just all horror movies, pretty much for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Except she was in Daylight with uh, Sylvester Stallone. You remember Daylight? <laughs> oh, no way! <laughs> Who was she? She was the little girl that's. I, I think her oh. parents died, and she was. Dude, her, I can't remember, but dude, Daylight I, is such a good movie. I <laughs> loved Daylight, man. I watched that when 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 I lived in the apartments, like when I was a kid. 
I was I lived in the or slept in yeah. the living room, and then I, I saw the VHS. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna pop this in, and I was like, yo, yeah, this is actually <laughs> good, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, Danielle Harris, who. Um, oh, and she was also in the Wild Thornberries as a voiceover. Oh yeah, she does voice acting too. <laughs> yeah, apparently, and, and she's pretty, she's pretty dope. Yeah, and I think she made her uh, acting debut in literally the greatest horror franchise of all time, Halloween. Well, actually, she um, was in a soap opera in ah. 1985, and then, then it was... she was she was there for three years, and then on 19 in 1988 she starred in Halloween. Oh, so it was yeah. her movie debut. Yeah, yeah, her, yeah, exactly, her film <laughs> debut. Anyway, but yeah, and so after that, I mean, she's been in Hatchet Two and Three, playing um, taking over the role of Mary Beth Dunstan. Um, she's been in Stakeland and all that shit as Belle and everything. Yeah. So she started off the Halloween series in 1988 as, of course, Jamie Lloyd. Yep. And I remember that scene. And I, I'm forgetting which which one of the Halloween movies it was, but she was wearing a clown suit and she had the mask, yeah. like a little mask, and like she was at the top of the stairs with the knife bloodied up. Oh yeah. Doctor yeah. Loomis was there. He was like, <laughs> no. No, no, yeah, like a mental breakdown. Yeah, and there was something in that scene that I watched, and I was terrified about that. It was weird, like, there was nothing scary, but just her having this stoic face with a, the, 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 the scissors all bloodied up. And, and then Loomis, Loomis realizing that she's potentially the next killer. Killer, freaking out at the, at the base of the stairs. I was like, dude, yo, this is actually this is actually scary. Like, yeah. fuck, you know, it, it, it stirred something in me. Was that the end of Halloween four or five? It was the end. I don't know which one though. I think, I think it was it might, four. I, it might have been four. Yeah. yeah, it was four. Yeah, yeah. Because five is when uh, Danielle Harris's character or Jamie, she is, uh, she starts like mentally connecting with Michael. Oh, okay. They add that whole element. <laughs> which don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then she was in Rob Zombie's Halloween remakes yeah, one but, and two, not as, but not as Jamie Lloyd because that would be crazy. <laughs> Chris, Chris, you motherfucker, dude! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I, I wish, I wish, I, I think there's some of the. Our listeners are laughing with us, but they don't know why. <laughs> and if we explain to them, they, they won't laugh. <laughs> but not, but not as Jamie can tell me crazy. <laughs> so what you get to know about Halloween? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Killers are hot. <laughs> oh, killers, killers are hot. Oh man. Oh god. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh man. Whoa. Oh, so. Man. I don't know. We just literally did a scene <laughs> from Transformers. Yeah, Transformers, if you guys don't know. 
Um, so she's in Rob Zombie's Halloween uh, as not as JB. <laughs> <laughs> As any bracket. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yep. So she's in it as Annie in uh, Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween and 2009 Halloween 2. And uh, in 2007, that that version, it was our first time doing a topless scene. Which, thank you, Danielle Harris. (laughs) She wasn't actually going to be in the movie because Rob Zombie didn't want any characters from the past right but then she auditioned he was like do it do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, he has to know it would have added an element like something that like would, a nostalgic element right, to it, it. Would draw yeah. people in, even if she wasn't the same role <clears throat> she's a she's incredible um and then halloween 2 she's also in where she is she annie bracket again right yeah yeah i yeah. believe she dies oh shit so here's an interesting thing um when she first started as a little girl, it was Jamie Lloyd in Halloween. She, like, this, the feeling, they, I guess, like, the everyone in the room just tried to keep it lively for her. Right. Like, they didn't want her to be too terrified. So, in between takes, they would, like, laugh and just kind of joke around and stuff like that. And she was never, her character was never, like, touched or hurt by Michael Myers. Like, not physically or anyway. Right. And in the, uh, the 2007 halloween remake that we talked about guys she in that scene where she's topless and she's she's attacked by michael it apparently was a very difficult scene for her to do because it like it it it, it triggered something in her mentally it tapped into that fear she had as a child yeah i'm assuming that's that's what it was like like an underlying fear as a child that she had yeah michael's like manhandling her yeah he's fucking her shit up yeah and yeah, I could I could see that dude. Like, yeah, so that, that that was uh, really intense to 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 learn about. Like, whoa, damn! Like, because because after she left, after her last film, like Halloween Five, right or or whatever it was, I can't remember right now. She she hasn't done the Halloween right. series at all. I until think five was, five was her last her Halloween. last one, and then she came back in two thousand seven and two thousand nine for right. And so uh, after that long. Like, I guess, like, right. just to come back and it's, like, full-fledged, hardcore shit. It's like, right. oh, fuck. It uh, kind of messed her up a little. She was in uh, See No Evil 2. Yeah, dude. Which. Sci-fi, maybe? No, I'm I, kidding. The first See No Evil, I, I enjoyed. And that's partly because I'm biased, because I'm a fan of wrestling. Ooh, Kane, and and yeah. Kane was in it. And Kane was actually a very believable killer. Yeah, I He's, liked how the... I liked the, the elimination-type killing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That, I, that I thought was fun. Dude, he, he's an animal, dude. Yeah. Kane, Glenn Jacobs is his name, I think. He's... Seven, <laughs> Don't ever say his real name. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> seven foot. Dude, what? He's seven foot, like almost 400 pounds of just Shit. muscle, dude. Holy shit. Do you remember shit. that scene in See No Evil where he's holding that, I think it's that dude, outside the window? Like, and it shows his forearm holding him. Fuck. And the vascularity in Kane's arm was stupid. And it's terrifying. He, he's definitely a, I would say he's a very legit and believable killer. For any oh, for oh, any yeah. for any film, and I, I actually kind of wanted to see him, like if they did like another Friday the Thirteenth or a remake Whoa. or like Halloween, like him taking on the role of 
even Leatherface, just, he's just a massive guy. Yeah, that'd be and, dope. And the way he walks, that like that like side like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. like side uh, limp that he that he has just looks mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she uh, Daniel Harris was in the second one. Um, she's been in a lot of independent and a lot of uh, lower budget horror films. And mm-hmm. she, she just she's about it, dude. Yeah. You want to talk about horror fans and horror lovers? Danielle Harris is about it, dude. Right, dude. And she's had her own real life horror type situation where she was actually severely stalked by a stalker. Wow. She, she was actually on a Doctor Phil episode, dude. Oh, she was. Yeah. What? <clears throat> they, I have um, no clue. Yeah, she was talking about how she gets fan mail all the time, and then she got this fan mail from this the stalker who just was really into her and everything. And apparently, she had cut her hair or something for for a role, and I don't remember which one. But he sent her a fan mail, her mail anyway. And he was upset about that. He was like angry. Wow. Yeah, like that. Like crazy is how mm-hmm. he was, and she had put a restraining order and everything, and. Um, this whole this whole debacle really happened, and then he came back and like he went to her house like three different occasions. Jeez, yeah, dude. so it was some crazy shit. She's actually, uh, I guess, because of that, she's actually learned how to. She's t- she's taken up MMA and all that good stuff. Dope. Yeah, jujitsu so. will save your life, yeah. man. <laughs> Anyone out there? If you want, if you want to learn something that's going to save your life, like Daniela Harris's situation here. Dude, <laughs> I love you. learn jujitsu. Yeah, because I promise you, that shit will save your life more than kung fu, more than anything you want to take. Jujitsu, you learn how to kill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you strangle people twice your size. <laughs> and the other cool thing about her is that she she has already had her directorial debut. She oh, yeah, dir- she is a director. Yeah, she directed... Her first film was called Among Friends, in which she starred in. So she's like... Uh, uh, uh. She's yeah. like, uh, get it, uh, get it. Ooh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but she's had... Like, she, she's moved forward, like, in her life. Like, she's done, you know, acting and everything. She's, like, we talked about She's taking up... Uh, learning how to fight and she's she's learned uh she, she's taking up the director's seat as well so yeah. i like how she's just kind of moving forward um in her life and everything in regards to that that's that's always i'm always in support of that stuff also i read an article i don't know how accurate it is because yeah. it was on facebook oh okay <laughs> but the rumor was that she was looking to be cast in this year's 2018 Halloween, reprising her role as Jamie. Whoa, okay. And apparently that was in legitimate talks. Yeah. And it fell through. Oh, okay. I don't know how accurate that is. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't name the source because it, I read this like maybe a month or two ago. Okay. But it kind of bummed me out. Uh, but at the same time, it would be fine because it. This Halloween is kind of just for us to. Spend time with Michael and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Like that's it's like a film for the OG fans of yeah. the OG Halloween, and uh, so maybe it wasn't such a bad thing. But also, Danny McBride doesn't hasn't ruled out uh, writing a script for a sequel for this new one. Ooh, that'd be so. Yeah, 
Daniel Harris, you Damn. have your chance. You have your chance. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So that's Daniel Harris for you guys. She's yeah. a, she's a very like her resume is impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like you got a good grip of yeah. horror movies, and whether they've succeeded or not, um, her acting is really good. Like there's nothing in fault of her acting. Right, much. Like, absolutely. It's where it needs to be. So definitely check her out in some films, you guys. Um, let us know what you think about Daniel Harris and Sarah Michelle Geller and Nev Campbell that we talked about so far. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And so switching gears, this is actually my, my personal favorite of the bunch is uh, Sherry Moon Zombie. Sherry! <laughs> yeah. Woo! So she was actually, um, her original name was Sherry Lynn Skirkis. However, you pronounce that, which I'm glad it's just Sherry Moon Zombie. Now. Yeah, <laughs> sounds cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, with Daniel Harris, we were talking about how she did voiceovers and stuff like that. Sherry Moon Zombie actually aspired to be a cartoon voiceover actor. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I get. I don't think that really fell through, or, or I'm sorry, that uh, it ever went went through uh, for her. She different paths crossed. Uh, but she, she's mainly in a lot of horror movies, just like Danielle Harris, specifically Rob Zombie films. Right. And she, in an interview with MovieWeb, she was saying, they, they had asked her if she would ever branch out um, to a different type of horror movie, like uh, with, with a different director and stuff. She was like, nah, like, I, I'll, I'll, I like to stay with Rob. I like to kind of keep working with him and stuff like that which which is really kind of sweet <laughs> right you know what i mean it's, it's like oh, dude that's in the field that's wholesome um and but when i googled her she came out um i think she had a cameo in uh in quentin tarantino's death proof for the, the grindhouse movies that came out oh yeah i think she i think she was in the bar scene i, I can't remember but <clears throat> as far as starring in movies she's She's dedicated to just Rob Zombie films, yeah. and we're not mad about it. No, absolutely not. Dude, she's even been in one CSI episode, yeah. CSI Miami, and guess who was directed by? <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, having Rob and Sherry work on a film, whether he's directing or she's, she's acting, it brings, it brings, it's, it's, it goes hand in hand because we have this Rob Zombie movie, and they all have a unique style because of him. Which we love, and then to have Sherry in it, it brings that like familiar face. Right. So it's it's really nice to see them go hand in hand with with these movies. It's kind of like Adam Sandler and his crew. Exactly. You know that familiarity. It just yeah, and it just, it just makes you happy seeing those faces again. In, yeah. in, in different light. Um, that but, that happiness is short lived, you know, because she right. dies and everything. Right. <laughs> also. She's uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is a, a breed of her own when it comes to Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. Reason being, we see her as a sadistic killer and a victim throughout her movies. Dude, yeah, holy shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> we see her as both. We see her in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and we will see her in Three from Hell next year. Yes, stoked. And she's uh, like the the villain. In that. She is. A psychotic yeah. killer in these movies, and she's just a badass. Yeah, dude. and we see her as a victim 
in, in, in uh, Halloween. Ha- Halloween, she was a victim of, of herself, really. Right, right. And then uh, 31. 31, she, she was She was the victim. Yeah. So we've seen her in, 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 in two different lights. And in that world that she's in, as far as these movies go, she is her own breed in, in, mm-hmm. in, in the realm of horror queens. So I'm kind of just thinking that she might be my favorite now. <laughs> right, so we'll come back and talk about her. She's we're not gonna get um, Yeah, no, she she's really she's really cool. I, I like her range of different types of characters that she right. can play off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really impressive. You marry this musician who's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take up directing, and she's like, oh well, guess what? I have a hidden talent that's acting. Like, whoa, what the fuck? Right, it's so like, cool. It's. It's so weird to think about, like, they're definitely one of the most interesting couples yeah. in, in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was watching this this interview that uh, they were doing with, with both Rob and Sherry, and it was in regards to Halloween. Like, it was, like, it recently came out at the time of the interview, and Rob was answering all the questions because it was, like, director's questions, and she was sitting next to him, and she was just, like, looking at him, like, like when he's talking, just, like, smiling and shit, and it's like, yo, like... Be my parents. <laughs> be my parents. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Because I would mean I would end up being in a Rob Zombie film, dude. Yeah, that's actually like one of my absolute goals in life. That'd be cool. Is to be in a Rob Zombie film. <laughs> and there's so many movies, dude, that I want Rob Zombie to remake and have Sherry in. <laughs> dude, yeah. I want. I, dude, I want a Hills Have Eyes movie Ooh. by Rob Zombie. Ooh. You guys have any idea? The, the caliber of gore and terror that would be, it would be it would be so over the top. Ooh, and a lot of people yeah. don't like his style because it's just, oh, that's just too much, man. Hey, what? hey, hey, don't watch horror if that's what you think. That, I've, I've said this crazy. before. I've said this before. If you think any horror movie goes too far, turn around and leave the room. Keep going. Keep going and go towards the uh, sci-fi channel. Uh, direction and we just watch those movies. How about, how about that, dude? There's a certain grittiness and and darkness to Rob Zombies, to Rob Zombies films. But I can never imagine me saying ah, it's a little too much for my taste. Right, like it's it's actually really not. And, and like one of those films that pushed pushed the limits for a lot of people was Lords of Salem with Sherry, Sherry Moon, of mm-hmm. course, starring in that movie. I guess it. A lot of people thought it was over the top. Um, no, it wasn't. It's a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> yeah. So it's not over the top. It's not. It's just a Rob Zombie movie. So in Halloween, the 2007 one, she has a stripper scene and all that. And she had said that she was like super, she was extremely nervous when she was doing that. When the time the shoot came, she was like really like, oh fuck, like, ah, I'm too nervous. And it's it just goes to show how how well of an actress she is because you watch that scene and you're like you look like you're yeah you, i don't want to say in your element right but, but it looks like you know what exactly what you're doing yeah and uh she is a dancer though i saw her uh her bio on google and oh cool she was a dancer too so That's she dope, just yeah. won over talents man. Pro- yeah she kind of maybe got a few different things from her 
dancing days. Yeah. And she actually is a fashion designer. She has her own clothing yep. line, dude. Yeah, Total has, Skull, man. which you guys should check it out. So she's got things for men and women. Hey, this episode is <laughs> sponsored by. Just kidding. No, no, we're not sponsored by. No, Sherry, no. if you're listening in on this wildly popular podcast, <laughs> sponsor us, huh? How about that? Oh man, well, yeah, that is mainly all the stuff that yeah. I have, and I'm probably missing a lot. But I had like two minutes of um, prep. Yeah, prep time. <laughs> I was really busy this week, dude. Uh, but yeah, man, that's Sherry Moon for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Screen she's queen. she's so pretty. She's really talented in her acting, and because that's what I mainly know her of. So if she's talented anywhere else, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's Sherry Moon. I mean, this is my favorite of the bunch. And any lasting notes? Um, no, not for Sherry. I think we covered we covered that for the most part. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I'm Boy>. Sorry. <laughs> and now we're gonna talk to the or talk to talk <laughs> about our main event of the evening. Introducing last. Introducing last. Dude, imagine if we did that for like all this right. like, like it's it's a, <laughs> uh, a fight card. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the uh, arguably the the greatest screen queen and of all time. Probably original. And probably OG. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys know who this is? Jamie Lee Curtis. Exactly. Who I think Curtis is not her real last name. Her 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 original last name. Really? Yeah, I think it was like Was it like for like acting or something? I think it was it was either a stage name or she just switched like legally changed it. Okay. But it was something weird. It was like Jamie Lee Grounds some something something I've no I I barely looked at it yeah and I was like that's weird I don't know if this is something I should take into account but Jamie Lee Curtis made her film debut in Halloween 1978 and that's and what kickstarted her career what a ride it's been huh? <laughs> yeah How about that folks <laughs> so she's been in a few different Halloween movies she's also starred in. 1980s The Fog yes. briefly as well as of course Prom Night and Terror which is, Train which Prom Night's another cult classic yeah it was actually done in Canada yeah. as well as Terror Train bro how, how lucky can you be to bro <laughs> to be to debut in a film and have it literally be the most successful horror film of all time yeah like that is insane like how dude you hit the mark yeah on your first film <laughs> And look at you now, starring in Freaky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So just kidding. when Halloween was, was being directed and everything, or made anyway, of course we had John Carpenter and his wife at the time was Deborah. And so Jamie Lee Curtis being, this, this being her first film, she kind of looked at them for you know advice, guidance, and this and that. And they, they kind of formed this really good, this bond, as you can imagine. And then... Soon after that, I think after like the, so after after Halloween, but before the fog started production, John Carpenter and his wife Deborah divorced, but for the movie The Fog, of course, they they worked together, and Jamie Lee Curtis was working there too, and she was kind of just talking about like you can imagine just how kind of weird and awkward it is because right. not only were these divorced this divorced couple working together but john already had was already with a woman at the time right. i don't know if it's his current wife or not but he was already with someone else so she was just kind of like oh this is kind of weird because 
me and Deborah are like homies, and like me and John are, are, are homies too. And he's with a girl, and ah, fuck, this is so weird. She was only in the movie briefly. She probably didn't say it like that. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you listen to her interview, she has a very sophisticated vocabulary or just a, a wider range. I, I feel like if I was an actor, she'd be one of the actresses, if I were to ever work with, I'd be terrified of. Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like I, I would be so intimidated by Jamie Lee. Not that she'd be a mean, mean or anything like that, but just knowing her caliber yeah oh yeah yeah it would be like oh i just got booked this movie i'm kind of in it a lot and oh shit i have a scene with anthony hopkins <laughs> like bro can you imagine the absolute or or with like uh tommy lee jones damn oh damn. Or you're doing a crying scene with leo dicaprio like imagine like that kind of like heart pounding like yeah dude gut-wrenching like realization that you have to work with these actors yeah i feel like I, I would have that same feeling with jamie lee curtis yeah oh dude i can imagine like right now i'm at work and i'm and i'm answering calls and shit and i can like it's quiet in the morning so i know that the people there that have already been there for a while can kind of hear me and i'm like talking quietly because i don't want them to be like uh, that fucking guy doesn't know what he's doing so i can imagine <laughs> right when you're working with these talented actors you're like <laughs> you know yeah. what? I, I, like, my you, contract is void. I'm, I'm out. Right? Like, yeah, dude. Oh, so, fuck that. <laughs> Jamie, man, she's she's a powerhouse, man, and and she she literally has influenced every single screen queen that's uh, been able to obtain that title yeah. since. Yeah, like she's like I see a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis and Neve Campbell in the screen movies. Yes. You yeah. Know what I mean? Exactly. That just like survival instinct, and that just like. Becoming a badass throughout the film, right? You know what I mean. Just kind of like refinding that that inner fighter, I guess, within yeah. you. And talking about badass, just look at the Halloween trailer for this year. Oh hell yeah! Ooh, she, damn, she's dude. just she like, still got it. Yeah, she's just like full badass mode. Obviously, Michael is gonna scare the shit out of her in the movie, but she her goal is to kill him. And uh, she made she's made this decision, so she she's just this powerhouse now. Yeah. And uh, of course, we're mentioning Halloween a lot because that's just what she's mostly known for, and, yeah. and where she obtained this title mm-hmm. of being just this dominant scream queen, and just kind of kind of paving the road for for everyone else uh, afterwards. You know. Exactly. And so she she went back, of course, to Halloween too. John Carpenter didn't. And she even said, well, she she went in for that film because it was like a service to the fans. But she admitted like there was no, like the passion was gone right. because it wasn't John's project anymore. And so she, she just kind of uh, went, continued with, with the, the sequel as a service to the fans. And then after that, she was like, all right, you know, I've been in. Like, at that point, I think it was, like, four horror movies that she's been in. She's like, all right, no more of that. I I want to branch out to other things. So she stopped being in horror movies so that she could seek out opportunities. And right away, she got a call for a different type of movie. So that's that's where we see her success, which is really, really lucky for her. Really, really amazing. I mean, she's a great actress anyway, so it's not much luck. And at this point, I think she's now, like, an author and a blogger. Yeah, she's, she's a blogger for, like, the... Huffington Post is oh, what wow. it is. Yeah. So she's currently 
author and all that good stuff. And I mean, yeah, she's she's had her her life is one of those where you look back and you're like, damn, I lived a good one. I did it all. Yeah, dude. Like that's what I want to live for. Like, and, and you can tell, like in her interviews now, uh, talking about the 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 newest Halloween coming up here, how much satisfaction and, and joy you can you can see in her the way she talks and the way she she sits there in these interviews she she seems so accomplished yeah and the way she talks about it there's just this excitement like man like it's come full full circle yeah i started i started my career with this and towards the end here i am again 40 years later right doing this yeah that's so cool and it's it i feel like it's her like thanking that opportunity yeah thanking john carpenter by the way, he's is still with us. Thank you, John, yeah. for surviving, <laughs> not not dying on us like like Wes Craven like Wes. over here. Kidding, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We so before we lose the current Masters of Horror, I'm glad she was able to to do this. Do this, yeah. And have John John Carpenter take part in it as yeah. well. Yeah, like that. That's like a like a powerhouse right there. Hell for, yeah, for this man. Film, well, absolutely, this type, you know what man. I mean? that, that's it's just... really awesome to see, and we we definitely got to watch that. Um, and also one other note. So I was watching these these interviews and just watching some some stills and scenes from the horror movies that she was in, like Prom Night and Terror Train and all that, and The Fog. And you know she was like younger, and I'm like, she's actually kind of cute, dude. She is a she. Oh well, I'm she's older now, but she was an absolute babe. Yeah. Dude, do you remember True Lies? Oh my god. Mm, yeah. That dancing where she likes kind of strips for Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, dude. Come I on, take it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Uh, that scene, that. dude. I remember I had watched Freaky Friday before watching True Lies, to be honest. You watched okay. <laughs> so I ended up watching Freaky Friday and I was like, oh, she's that mom character. Oh, she's an older lady. Yeah. And then like I I, ha- I think my dad had a True Lies DVD. I'd never seen oh, it before. Yeah. <laughs> I just slipped the disc right in. And then There's nothing scene, else to do. Right? And that scene came up. I was like, oh, shit. I feel kind of weird. It's like a mom kind of. a mom for Freaky Friday. Yeah. And then I was like, man. All right, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie's got it going on. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Jamie's a babe, dude. Yeah. And she, I feel like she always kind of has been throughout the movies. She's. She's not like model gorgeous, but she's just gorgeous in general. Yeah, she's 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 just like she's pretty. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. And he, and I think it was her that said she she didn't feel particularly particularly pretty. Well, the world did, Jamie. The world <laughs> finds you attractive, and the world sees you for your talents, and that's where why you are where yeah. you are now in life. Everyone knows it. Every world knows it. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Oh, man. But those are our thoughts on Jamie Lee Curtis, and those are our thoughts on the Scream Queens. Obviously, there's more, but these were our absolute favorites. And our first uh, picks so far. Yeah. Um, Once again, that was Danielle Harris, Sarah Michelle Gellar, a surprise guest of Nev Campbell, Sherry Moon Zombie, and of course... Jamie Lynn... Or, what? Jamie Lynn... (laughs) Spears! (laughs) Bro, bro, I was gonna say Jamie Lynn Spears. I'm going... I'm going to I quit this podcast. <laughs> so I'm turning I'm turning this podcast over to Chris. Um, it's now the Chris show. 
Um, I am I, I am ashamed of. I'm currently looking for a second co-host. <laughs> so anyone wants to be the new co-host for the Horror Academy, you're welcome. But uh, yeah, let's just pretend that I didn't just commit this atrocity. <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears, dude. <laughs> Zoe! What a what? So man. Oh, shit. Jamie Lee Curtis was our final pick. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, I will never disrespect you like that again. <laughs> All right, man. All right, guys. Well, so, um, yeah, man, just check. Hey, check us out on, on uh, Instagram. And, as well uh, as iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Lipson. Hey. hey. So, uh, yeah, and also, um, if you guys can please give us five-star ratings on iTunes. iTunes, yeah. Do it. I mean, unless you feel like we're four stars. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rate us on iTunes, man. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, hopefully we can do some shout-outs for our uh, fans out there next episode. Uh, we didn't really take a look this time around we kind of were busy all week yeah um it's a hectic week so yeah man this was a this was a fun one dude yeah it was pretty nice i i was like i had no prep time and i'm like oh god i'm not ready for this <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, we 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 did yeah i really like this episode and if you guys like this episode uh as adrian mentioned give us a five star rating on itunes uh give us some likes uh follow us on instagram too we'd love to hear what you guys think and if you guys want to send us an email you can do it slide into our dms slide into our dms uh, but if you guys want to send us an email as well you can do so at the horror academy at gmail.com instagram is the horror academy and that's going to do it for this episode. I feel like yeah. it was a good good ending. Yeah. Um, once again, I am your co-host, Chris. And this is your co-host, Adrian. And this is the Horror Academy Podcast. <laughs>